Andrew Dornan, Executive Director of James Bay Murals. Uh, we're a Canadian-focused lithium explorer who are focused on large-scale discoveries in the James Bay region of Quebec. We have just under 35,000 square hectares of prospective lithium projects on the premium Legrand Greenstone Bell in the James Bay region. Uh, good to have you on board. Uh, we've not met or spoken before, so um, might go for an overview of the of you and the team first, if you don't mind. So, um, what, what's your background, Andrew? Where, where have you come from? What have you done? Yeah, so I've got a business background, worked in project delivery, mainly commercial, senior commercial roles for near on two decades, mid-tier major mining organisations, uh, worked in the lithium space for Chianchi Lithium and set up their commercial execution strategy uh, for their hydroxide plant in Kwinana in Perth, Western Australia, and spent some time at Pilbara Minerals leading the project's commercial team there as well. Uh, we've got a really experienced board. So uh, Gerardo Donovan, our non-executive chair, he uh, was previously the managing director of Battery Age Minerals, also spent a significant amount of time in Pilbara Minerals. I think it was near on six years where he led, led the phase one uh, processing plant into production and the integration of our Tura into the existing Pilbara Minerals business. On the Canadian side, we've got Judy Baker, uh, who's a non-exec director. She is a geologist and led the discovery of the Wabuchi asset uh, that Namaste Lithium owned, uh, where she spent eight years. And our other non-exec director is Dita Segovic, who was the chief operating officer and founding director of Primero Group, which is one of the industry leaders globally in are the construction side of uh, lithium projects. So what's the plan? What do you want to do? Well, we want to have a major discovery. That's what we want to do. So we we kind of been on the journey for a few years to get to where we are today. Uh, we've really scoured the world, looking at all the different deposits, their intricacies of all of them, uh, the jurisdictions that they set, sit within, and then we really landed on the James Bay region and because we want to have a large discovery, something that is going to have scale and really um, stand the test of time when it goes through into production. Okay, and so so let's let's start start at the beginning. So, um, tell us about the asset you've picked up. How did you pick it up? What do you know about it? Yeah, so previously we we really went through a global search and there and we landed on two key jurisdictions that have the right geological makeup for these giant deposits that are in safe jurisdictions, and that was the Pilbara and Western Australia, and then the James Bay region in Quebec. And those three key ingredients um, that we looked for was that they sit within the right Neoarchean rock age on large to giant deformation zones. So the larger the deformation zone, the larger the, the pegmatite that can sit within it. And we've got deformation zones up to one kilometre wide. So that that's super exciting, which sits also on the trend that Patriots sit within and given that they're having two 300-metre intercepts, that's kind of the similar kind of setup that we're looking for. And so when we looked at WA, Western Australia is an extremely uh, it's extremely tight and securely held region for premium assets. And the James Bay region, we've seen that as quite uh, unexplored and there was a lot of upside there. So we really focused over there as we see that that can develop into the a Pilbara-style region uh, in the next decade. Okay, so you, so that's kind of the, the, the what you've got. But now, obviously, there's a fa- fair bit of interest in, in lithium and lithium pegmatites. It's the fr- the phrase of the year, I, I think. Um, and therefore, a fair bit of competition um, around. So you've kind of 
what what are the kind of key drivers for you? What, what's important for you to do? You know, for, for some it might be you know moving through the phases quickly, um, or some it might be well just setting this up for someone to kind of come in and take over. What, what, what's your actual plan or exit? So where our team has a significant development background, and so when we acquired the assets from the vendor, they chose us due to our development experience. So. The vendor is our exploration team in country, and that's where we've got the skills to get on the ground. And actually, uh, we were fortunate enough that we're actually able to get on the ground instantly and really get cut through the Quebec. And we're there to provide the guidance and support from the corporate side. And then should and when we have a discovery is to hopefully bring that into a producing asset. Right, okay. It's, it, it, it's kind of interesting in terms of how companies are going to have to try and uh, distinguish themselves and differentiate themselves and your your, your kind of um development and kind of commercials and the uh side of things is is interesting in a very sort of technical metal uh for sure um and maybe we should co- we can come come back to that if you don't mind because i think that's sort of fascinating because sure. there's not too much experience on that side out there it's very much on the exploration but talking about exploration <laughs> you've got a bit of money uh how are you going to be deploying it you know and what are you getting after yeah so we've spent about eight weeks on the ground initially. Yeah. And initially it was a lot of yeah, uh, aerial surveys, uh, field prospecting, uh, channel sampling, rock chip sampling and that. So we've actually had quite a successful eight weeks and covered two large fields of pegmatites and have had a scarlet spodumene in one of them. Um, so what we'll then be going to look to plan into next year is how we're then going to further explore uh, these recent discoveries and then also get across our other two northern properties being aqua and jewel as there's been some significant uh, discoveries may or one significant discovery on the border of our aqua property and really get out and get a full understanding of those uh those three properties right okay and i mean and therein i guess that lots of challenge for you know juniors just starting out you must be the youngest company we've talked to um, so, <laughs> is uh, the, that allocation of capital and the you know judicious, judicious use of that capital? Um, you've got three three assets in, in the shape of Era Aqua and, and Jules. Um, in, in terms of the the weighting of that, can you give me some sense of that? Because it it it, it can be a liability if you've got too much to do and not enough money, right? The originally the focus was Jewel because that was our flagship asset that had ticked all the boxes and more for the geological features. I mentioned the one kilometre wide deformation zones. That was, that asset had all of that. Aero and Aqua, very similar, but not at that level. However, since we've been on the ground, uh, we've had a significant, um, we've made significant progress with uh, Aero, sorry, uh, where we've uncovered that. So we really want to understand what we've uncovered at Aero. So there'll be desktop studies and that to, uh, to look into that. And that potentially will lead to a drill program on that particular asset because that is something we've uncovered uh, in the first eight weeks. However, there are there we, we've strategized and we've got key priority targets across the other ones that we'll look to here to ensure that we're basically using our money wisely and hitting the, the key priority areas rather than taking a full asset approach right okay and what are your obligations under the deal that you've done um with regards to the assets what, what are you obliged to spend over what time frame we, we don't have any spend obligations on us for that asset so we can pretty much 
do as we please. Okay. So you are you you're currently 100% owners then and the- 100% yeah. Fantastic. Okay, well yeah. that, that makes life a lot easier. Um and with the 100% to- owners, vendors own 10% of the company. They're also the exploration company, so they're extremely incentivized themselves to see that this builds into a successful business. So just another key component in ensuring that you have a successful business is having everyone incentivized. It's kind of a good point. There's they because they've they've been there a while. They they know, they know their way around. They're not sort of learning on the job uh, on your dime, uh, as it were. And 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 um, it, and what's it like there in terms of getting you know, access to um, equipment and you know in terms of you know dr- drills and all of that kind of good stuff? Because it's been a sort of tough time over in Canada with you know costs, inflation, etc. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. I think it links back to having incentivized uh, vendors as well, because obviously having a roughly ten percent equity interest in a in a business, they're going to want to see that the capital is spent wisely. So, with them having, I think, combined sixty years' experience in Quebec, it's really allowed us to get cut through from a pricing perspective and also access to the best contractors. We're not getting treated as an ASX-listed company coming into Canada. We're getting treated as a Canadian-based company because of the the team we already have existing in country. Right, okay. And, and can we, a little, again, just so there's a kind of um, you know, exercise of trying to, trying to understand you guys, and because we're not, you know, we've not spoken before, but um, you're Aussies, you've gone to Canada, um, and yet Australia produces 50% of the world's lithium. Um, why, why Canada for you? If you just kind of look around and choose, well, I think it's the only other tier one jurisdiction globally that has these giant deposits, uh, and also the government incentives to to be in that region. So, in Canada and in particular in Quebec, every dollar we spend, we're getting roughly forty cents back, up to forty cents back in critical minerals uh, tax rebates. So a million dollars in the ground, four hundred thousand dollars back. That's that's significant for a junior. We also have access to what they call flow through funding, which allows us to raise at a premium while only diluting shareholders by approximately half. So you can raise ten million and only dilute by five. And then also what the government explain you better explain for some of the LCs out there in terms of the other benefits of the flow through in terms of what what it gets here. In terms of, well, in, in, in terms of, obviously, it's got to be spent money. Flow through is going to be spent in the ground. In, in the ground, not, correct? Not, not sort of GNA. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's all. So all the funding raised through flow through funding has to go into the ground. It's heavily audited, obviously, uh, but that really allows. It, it's encouraging companies to come into Canada, spend money on exploring, and hopefully prove up significant resources so that they can develop their own mining capabilities in country and then also feed some of these significant downstream facilities that the government is funding uh, at the moment. We've got the lights of Northvolt and POSCO just out of Montreal, building huge facilities, lots of grant funding coming from the government and there will be a need for the minerals up in that northern James Bay region to feed some of these plants. Right, okay, okay, interesting. Um Right, and, and tell me a little bit about the kind of the share register as well. I mean, who's who's in there? Is it mainly retail or? Uh, so we've got some uh, got funds in there. So I think that share registers has got a top twenty of about seventy percent, 
uh, with 40% of that held by management, uh, board and vendors. So really incentivized, um, which again, hugely important in ensuring that uh, the business has the right drivers. It's not a lifestyle company. We're obviously pushing it towards uh, towards success and hopefully making a discovery. I mentioned that was the top 20 was 70%. There's 60.5 million shares on issue, no options, only some performance rights for the vendors. So a really clean structure, uh, which will allow it to have its natural progression uh, as we update the market with positive news. Right. Okay. And I, I, I kind of rough, I kind of glazed over the fact that you've you obviously got up some money. Um, uh, remind us how much money, and um, again, just in terms of dollars or meters or however you're allocating that money, gives us a sense of that. Yeah. So there's four point three million dollars that we have as of the last quarter. Uh, majority of that is going into the Legrand project in the north, which we've touched on quite a bit. Uh, how exactly that is going to be spent next year on those properties is really going to be determined by the data that uh, we just generated out of our maiden fuel program. So what comes out of those aerial surveys, the, the, fuel, program, the fuel program we ran, and some of the other uh, interesting activities in the areas from other companies will really dictate how we split that up between the three properties, but yeah, we we plan on being quite frugal and smart with that money. Right. Okay. And and, and if you don't mind, just a sense of the kind of the, the macro at the moment. Um, clearly, there's some deals happening. You're seeing OEMs, battery manufacturers moving upstream, taking positions in in companies. As I referred uh, reference earlier, it is a very sort of technical metal, and you know, typically, historically, certainly, it's been um, you can't do too much without Chinese technology help um, in that. How are you seeing the market panning out at the moment? Um, and and I, I know it's early days for you, but you've got to have a sort of sense of how you guide yourself and navigate through what is a fairly sort of nascent industry in, in many ways. The, the macro market is a real interesting one, especially at the moment. We've got a significant M&A uh, hot market happening in the Pilbara in Western Australia at the moment where we're seeing, well, not just in the Pilbara, uh, all of Western Australia, where we're seeing uh, a big takeover bid from Albemarle and Liontown and also a similar uh, size takeover bid on uh, Azua by SQM. Now, how does that fit into the whole macro market is these two entities are basically being pushed out of Chile in the next five five or so years as in they're nationalising lithium and they've looked to divert their capital and their investment into Australia now, a couple of the high net wealth Australians have said, hang on a minute, we're looking to uh, diversify out of iron ore and accumulate more lithium assets here. And they're basically, one of them is kind of being blocked in the Liontown one, so Albemarle's pulled out. And now we're not sure how the Azua SQM uh, particular takeover is going to happen, but you've got two large Australian entities in there now with 35% of the register. You can see that they're going to exit as well. So... With that, there's really going to be a focus on other regions in the world. You're not going to go to Africa because Af- Africa has a huge black cloud over it. Just look at the issues with AVZ. South America, Chile, as I mentioned, the only other region is James Bay and Quebec. From a macro perspective, that's where everyone's focus will switch, whether it's now six months, two years, and we've strategically positioned ourselves there as we feel it's early days and everyone will catch up to that region. Although Patriot is 
got a big magnifying glass on that particular area. And we're close to the US market, which has been left behind uh, by China in the last lithium run. And China are 10 years ahead. So in order to secure a supply to feed the American and Canadian markets, it's going to have to come from Canada and the largest scale resources are going to come out of James Bay. So we're really confident that sitting in the James Bay area is the best spot to be because there's scale, whereas some of the other smaller type assets, which you will find in Ontario and other states in uh, Canada, may uh, not have that scale and struggle when it comes to price fluctuations. Okay. Interesting times, interesting times for uh, explorers coming coming into the space. that appreciate you coming on board today and um, talking us through where you're at. We'll follow you very closely with, with, with great interest. Exciting space for lithium at the moment. Uh, um, best of luck with uh, everything that you do. Thanks very much, Matthew. Appreciate it.